welcome to Alphabet Flight Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with a guest. We talk about all the characters we know and love, and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is Rob London! Hello! I tried to get you in for a Spider-Man villain. Uh, or Spider-Man person. And it did not work. No, it won't work for several months. <laughs> so, but I decided to get you... And before the very end of a very end of the book, I mean, or very end of something, you're okay. no longer the precursor of something. I want to just, you know, sprinkle you in. Okay. But today, we're going to be talking about someone who's, wait, wait, let me, let me get, let me get a good pun. Today, we're mad enough to talk about this person. Oh, I'm, I, I'm mad about this character. I'm so mad, so mad about Maximus the Mad! That is right. So, speaking of Inhumans. <laughs> yes. Uh, from Marvel's Inhumans on ABC uh, this past fall. You probably didn't watch it. <laughs> no one did. I, I watched it. Hmm. I avoided it. I saw what they did with Lockjaw and I was just like, mm. Lockjaw was okay. It had its moments. This guy, uh, he was played by some Game of Thrones guy who I'm not familiar with. Yeah, I like that dude. He also was in the Misfits. Um, okay. He was the guy with invisibility. Okay. Um, in the Misfits, and if you haven't watched Misfits, it's like a um. Oh, it's a, that that British show. It's a British show about just a bunch of like teen delinquents getting like superpowers from a mysterious source. Oh right, I think uh, Ruth uh, Ruth Nega is on that as well from uh, Preacher and Agents of Shield. Yes, yeah, and it's it's like a really good it's like a really good show that's like kind of has that like British dry humor and also like raunchy humor at the same time. Hmm. I would suggest watching it. I may have to check that out. I would suggest watching the first season and cautiously watching the rest because as much as I love it. It gets bad. It just dives into a hole that's real gotcha. deep and dark and doesn't really climb out ever. Well, I will say that the the show would have been better if he had worn this crazy-ass costume. I'm not going to call him a Carnilla, because he does not look good in almost anything he does, but he does wear as elaborate of costumes. Oh, it's, it's very... I like his sort of Shakespearean uh, neck ruff. Yeah, so let's just describe this. So he has so the one in the book anyway, which you'll see on the um Facebook and the uh Twitter. He is uh in a all green green and black outfit with you know the uh pre with the omnipresent metal bands mm -hmm. look. And it's just it's hard to describe except I don't know how his neck is being held up that well. Yeah, it's it's sort of hidden inside his uh his neck frill. Yeah, it kind of is. And he it's just it's overdone, but it's overdone in an 80s way. Oh yes, it's uh it's a very 80s villain costume. And so is all the other outfits he has on uh, that is shown. Like one of I'll have pictures of all of these. They're just really hard to explain because they're over-rendered to a point where they're almost hard to look at. I mean, a lot of these are, I believe, Kirby designs. Well, of course. I mean, he, I mean he's the king of having an over-rendered costume when he cares. 
Uh, he's got a, these days he's got a very, uh, um, laid sort of, uh, more subtle ensemble. Yes. Yeah. Nowadays it's more. It's kind of, kind of a jacket with like a black bolty kind of look to it. Yeah. Like, like he looks comfortable now. Let's say that. He looks very comfortable. He wears like robes and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty cool. But uh, he is part of the um, royal family mm. of Inhumans. Um, and we'll uh, get into a little bit more of what he does in a bit. So um, his alias is his name with the mad after it. So Maximus the Mad. Mm-hmm. His name is his real name is unrevealed. Which I imagine it's like Maximus again, Barvillian or something like that. Uh, it has since <laughs> been revealed as Maximus Boltagon, since his brother is Blackagar Boltagon. Okay, he has the best name out of all the Inhumans so far. It's <laughs> all of them. I hate their names. <laughs> I looked at Medusa's real name, but it makes me not like her as much. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about that in the future. Yes. So, um,. Uh, he was born on the island of uh, Adelan in the Atlantic Ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, he's single. It's a shame. He's a real catch. Uh, he, he okay. So he's part of the um, royal family of the Inhumans and leader leader of the evil Inhumans, mm-hmm. an ally of Shatterstar. Now that is not Shatterstar, the guy from X Force with the double swords. I mean, I know it's not. I was going to say, well, maybe it is, but I know it's not. It's it's a Cree villain from the seventies. Yeah, it's not the it's not the clone of uh, Longshot. No, clone slash son slash father of Longshot. <sighs> yeah, I wanted to simplify that. It's complicated. <sighs> it's complicated. There's there's too many people who like fathered slash like birthed themselves in the Marvel universe. To the point that I, like, I'm uncomfortable every time. Like, I'm just, I'm really uncomfortable with the idea of, like, you giving offspring to your, of yourself. But, you know who doesn't do that? Maximus. So. Nope. This guy is fairly straightforward. Yeah. You'll find out soon. Um, he first showed up in issue four, uh, 47 of Fantastic Four. Beware the Hidden Land in Ooh. February 1966. Uh, you know, this is still when uh, Jack Lee, I mean, Jack Lee, yep, that's their name. <laughs> Kirby and Lee were doing um, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. Was this pre-Joe Sennett doing the inks? No, um, this no I think I think Sennett was inking by that point. No, yeah, no, it's Sennett. It's Sennett. Yes. I think it's Senate started inking around forty or something like that. Somewhere around there, sort of, a, and the sort of the the high point of the Lee Kirby run is sort of in that forty to sixty spot where they created, um, you know, Galactus, the Silver Surfer, the Inhumans, the Black Panther, Wakanda. Yeah, before you saw literally the panel that Jack Kirby got bored and just winged it for several years. <laughs> <laughs> it's really like if you go back you can pretty much see when Jack Kirby got bored on the page. Mm. 
And of course, even Bored Jack Kirby is leagues ahead of many other artists. Okay, Bored Jack Kirby is great until he creates multiple purple, like, green-suited people with purple helmets. Because <laughs> that was so many of his creations for a long time. Like, I think there was multiple, like, one-off villains that were just that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Hmm. Uh, we're not here to besmirch Jack Kirby's name. We're here to besmirch Maximus's name. That's right. So he is the second son of the two of Atlant uh, Adelan's top geneticist, uh, Aegon, mm-hmm. and uh, Rida or Rinda, who were. Well, prospectively, the head of the ruling council of geneticists and the director of prenatal care center. I would like to remind everyone this is a eugenicist-based uh, society that have a slave race named the Alpha Primitives. It's not a great society, let's say that. Uh, no. <laughs> I, by no means, in any way at all. He was subjected to Terrigimus. When he was an infant, and he showed no outward uh, outward signs of mutagenic change. As he matured, he hid his uh, developing psionic powers from the community, but was mm. less, less successful in disguising his antisocial tendencies. Um, when he was around 16, his elder brother Bla- uh, Black Bolt, or Blackagon Bolt... Blackagar Boltagon. Uh, was released... Uh, from the protective chamber, which he was been confined, uh, confined since birth due to his destructive nature of his uh, terrigen mutagen mm. mutation. I mean, right, being that he his whisper can level mountains, hmm. which is I don't think is a, like a great power enough for a baby to have. Yeah, let's just say that. Let's just say that babies cry a lot. Yeah, that's uh, that is bad. That is bad news. Yeah, like, I mean, babies don't even whisper. What's he gonna level? Two mountains? Three mountains? One uh, one of his first responses to uh, his freedom was an unsuccessful attempt to make him release his power, thus lose his freedom. Um, a month later, Black Bolt witnessed uh, Maximus taking a treacherous pact with the emissary of the Cree. Uh, which is the basically the dad, the dad and mommy race of the Inhumans. Like basically, they, yeah, they kind of genetically engineered a bunch of humans back mm. in the day to be able to uh, mutate to the Terrigen Mists. Yes, not to be create, not to be confused with the Eternals, who were uh, produced by the Celestials. Yes, totally different. It's totally not the same idea, like at all. <laughs> I think it's only a couple of races that were genetically engineered by aliens that get superpowers. Yes. In an attempt to stop the fling emissary so that he could uh, be questioned by the ruling council, uh, Black, uh, Black Bolt uses forbidden power of the quasi-sonic scream and blasts the alien ship out of the sky. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the ship killed multiple, uh, multiple key uh, members of the genetic council, including the boy's parents, and then it also affected Maximus, who became more mentally unstable. Hence, the mad. 
Yeah. And then he vowed that he would, uh, you know, oppose his brother and usurp his rule. And uh, let's just say that's the rest of this thing. It's just like him being like, hey, I, I'm ruling LA, uh, uh, Ataland. No, you're yep. not. I'm ruling Ataland now. No, you're not. It's just pretty much that. He's kind of like a B-grade Loki who also has mind control powers. Yeah, like, really, like, that's just a story. Like, he just, he manages to weaken the royal family until he can get control, and then he gets beaten. Yep. That's what he does. He's a broken record. That's his deal. So, I don't want to go through all of it, because it's just a different, it's just going to be me repeating the same thing, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, he at one point he recruited the the aforementioned evil in humans who were kind of endearingly goofy. Yeah, we can we can look into those. I mean, you just tell, you know, there's a there there are those guys who you you know you read their names and you immediately know what their powers are. So there's Timberius who is a tree guy. There is Leonis who is a lion guy. You got Stalior who is a centaur guy. Basically, so Rides or Shatterstar. Before the the nineties took over, um, <laughs> he was a result of the a Kree project uh, for the creation of super soldiers. Yeah, the Kree are always trying to do that. Yeah, it's and, a big thing with them. Yeah, so he can paralyze enemies with a green beam, and his red beam can make heat, and his yellow beam is concussive. Apparently he has a battle, a battle armor and jetpack as well. Yep, not much to him, honestly. <laughs> nope. I think he was okay. So he's in four issues of the Humans, one in the Avengers, uh, six. The rest might be reprints. All of them are reprints. It's actually six issues he's okay. been in. Everything else is reprints. So yeah, uh, there's not much to talk about him. Uh, no. I I don't want to talk about Mad Max uh, Maximus the Mad because it's just again he he has one thing he almost gets control of something yep he doesn't do anything else let's get to his let's get to his uh powers and other things you know the the reason why people look at him mm-hmm. so he is five eleven he weighs one eighty uh. And he has blue eyes and black hair. He doesn't exercise a lot, so he he's not that strong. He can kind of override the thought processes of brains around him. It apparently it greatly varies over t- over time. And at his peak, he can overtake the minds of others. He, I mean, he's kind of like a B grade Loki, who's also a B grade Kilgrave the Purple Man. And he's also like an inventor. Yeah, he's an inventor of genius level uh, of genius level intellect. Um, despite his mild insanity, he retains excellent theoretical and practical knowledge of mechanics, physics, and biology. And he's also gifted at fashioning uh, elaborate machines out of common and simple materials. I mean, I think most Kirby villains are very good at producing elaborate machines. Yeah, that tends to be his. They, it tends to be Kirby's thing. He really likes drawing those uh, Kirby computers. Yes. Um, 
I don't know. Do you think you want? Do you want to say anything about it else? Like, what's your favorite story? Featuring uh, actually, uh, the recent um, Al Ewing series, uh, Royals, about the Inhuman Royal family going into space, uh, which was initially it seemed that it included Black Bolt, but in fact, uh, Maximus had waylaid Black Bolt and sent him to a space jail, where Ooh. the uh, where the very good Christian Ward uh, Saladin Ahmed. Uh, Black Bolt series took place. Uh, the Inhumans having released, uh, Terrigen gas throughout the world, they didn't have any more Terrigen. So they were going to, uh, its source to find... More Terrigen? Right. And they were looking for the Kree and then eventually found the beings that created the Kree, the progenitors. Oh. And Ooh. anyway, it was, it's a, it's an Al Ewing story, so it's, it's, uh, it's very good. It's, so it's uh, worth reading? Oh, definitely worth reading. I think it okay. ran 12 issues and a one shot. So it's, uh, he's definitely collected in like a trade or two. Okay. Well, I'll have to look at that. Cause like I'm kind of wary of inhuman stories. Yeah. Cause depending, most of the time they kind of run along the same story. Yeah. Path. I, mean, I, I always <laughs> enjoy Al Ewing. So yeah, oh, Al uh, Ewing I, is amazing. So I recommend it. Yeah. He made the really great, uh, scene where, Vermit, Vermit, wait, Vermit and Squirrel Girl learn, uh, like their rodents learn how to be friends. Oh, yes, yes, in, uh, New Avengers, I believe. Yeah. And they also had that amazing, uh, scene where, uh, Power Man, the one that uses chi based off of cultural stuff, I still don't know how to explain his powers. Mm hmm. But he, uh, but he got powers that, uh, based off of rat based properties. In pop culture? Yes. Because that was the only culture he had around him, because he was covered in rats? Yes. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Well, who are some of the evil... Who are some of the evil Inhumans? I mean, you know, I know you said that, but like, I want to look at you know a bit more. Uh, well, you got Falcona, who's got bird powers. Uh, Aereo, who has, like... Uh, sadly, does not have a sandwich cookie-based powers. But is one of those guys who controls like bursts of air. He later became a new warriors villain as part of Force of Nature, uh, and he called himself Skybreaker. Ooh, that's pretty good. Uh, you also got uh, where was I here? Uh, Stalior, who is a centaur guy. Nebulo, who I think is like a living darkness guy. Um, oh, I totally. That was totally one of the books that I looked over. <laughs> probably under Inhumans. Probably, because I remember uh, Stalior, because I'm just like, yep, that's a centaur. Yep, uh, Leonis, who is a lion guy, and Timberius, who is like like a Groot. Oh, I thought he was like a rocking Tim Hortons. No, he's- <laughs> Tim Horton. The person Sadly, no, he is a after. tree guy, not a dead hockey player. So apparently in Age of Apocalypse, he became Death, of, okay. like one of the four horsemen of Apocalypse. Oh, okay. Sunfire killed him. Oh, yeah. It's just I, I don't know. Like I just I can't I can't I just don't really have it for most Inhumans. Yeah, I mean this is there's not a lot going on with Maximus. Great costume though. No, like you know he has he has like multiple. I wouldn't say great, but like notable costumes. <laughs> but like. I don't know. It just it just ain't my thing, I guess. <laughs> so I think we're done talking about Maximus. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I just I don't know Maximus. I just don't have a lot to say about Maximus. 
I mean, even even Rob here, who had more to say about Maximus, did not have a lot to say about him. It's true. <laughs> so, yeah, but don't worry, we'll we'll get we'll get more energy. Uh, what do what do you have? What's your things? All right, so I am also a co-host on Stasis Pod, which is a Transformers podcast. We go episode by episode through uh, various shows. Uh, currently, we are going through Transformers Prime. The sort of post live action movie uh, CG series, which is very good. So, um, my name is Jesse. I have a Facebook group called um, HodgePod Group, and it's just where I post my stuff, um, as well as a Twitter at uh, Alphabet Flight. So, you can go there if you'd like, see the pictures of the people I'm talking about. Um, I also have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids and stuff. Um, besides that, hmm, I have a cat. His name is Dexter. You can look at pictures of him on my Instagram, at Marvelous Mooch. You're thinking, is he a little rage monster? I would say most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so besides that thank you so much for listening my name uh this is Ebon alphabet flight and may madcap show you how truly truly meaningless life is goodbye good night, good night.